my mom comes home from work like when I go visit them and I'm still working and she's like you're still working and I'm like I'm not finished like I gotta do this and I want to do this and you gotta love working and love what you do and and want to pursue all these crazy things to to do it Welcome to the Freedom Lifestyle podcast series, a series that is so much more than just a podcast series. This is a movement towards freedom in life and in work and about taking a lifestyle you know you deserve. I'm your host, Sam, and I have always admired working where you want, when you want, and how you want. Just like my guests, I found my version of the freedom lifestyle, and I'm sharing all the secrets for how you can too. The freedom lifestyle looks different for everyone. What's your free? It's episode 18, and today you're meeting Istiana, who has never had a 9 to 5. She's a self-proclaimed expert side hustler, and she found her version of the freedom lifestyle right out of university. I have so much respect for that because I had to go taste the nine to five to know it wasn't for me. And she just knew and has been free this whole time, which is really cool. She's a travel vlogger, a YouTuber, a singer songwriter. She's a full-time videographer and photographer under her business Lilac Media Group. Literally this girl does it all. She's, yeah, she's also the founder of Monday Girl, which is a really cool Facebook group and event series here in Toronto. So it's an awesome episode. We talked about, you know, what it's like to balance all of that and all those revenue streams, what it was like the early days of starting a YouTube channel and pitching brands as a content creator. And she sings in this episode. It was such a special moment. This is a first for the podcast. So definitely make sure you stay and listen to that part. Before we hop into this episode, though, I want to give an exciting update. There's only a few more episodes left of season two. This has been wild. It's gone by really fast for me because it's been like week after week interviewing and then editing and then marketing, and we only have a few left. So as of today, tickets are now open for our season finale party. I'm doing another live podcast taping event It's going to be on July 10th at WeWork. We're going to do like three mini episodes. You kind of get to be like a fly on the wall of what this is all like, but it's much more than just a podcast taping. I have a full experience for us. There's going to be a whiskey tasting by Cavi Whiskey, which is, I think, the world's first iced coffee brewed whiskey. So cool. There's going to be pizza vegan and vegetarian options by General Assembly Pizza. If you came to the last one, they did the pizza last time. It's so, so good. They're going to be back. Drinks by Rise Kombucha, a cocktail bar by Blackfly Beverages, and of course, Beer on Tap by WeWork. Just getting started, I still have like three weeks to pitch more brands and get more goodies. There'll definitely be giveaways, and it's going to be a really exciting night. Go into the website, whatsyourfree.com slash tour and you can get your tickets. There's also a few other events I'm doing this month that you might be interested in. I have some discount codes for us. So would love to take this really cool online medium offline and meet you in person. Now, with no further ado, meet Istiana. 
It's Deanna. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you too. What I find super impressive of you is unlike a lot of my guests and myself included, you didn't go have a nine to five first before jumping into the freedom lifestyle. You did it right out of university, right? Yeah, I did. (laughs) I have so much respect for that. So I'd love to start with a little bit about those days and how you made that decision and how you had the bravery to kind of just go all into entrepreneurship right out of school. Well, I definitely don't think I planned any of this. I kind of fell into everything that I'm doing now. But you could say that I, I always was that person that just wasn't, you know, your typical, uh, nine to five type person. Like I'm super creative and, um, out of the box and I don't think I ever would fit that lifestyle. So I started my YouTube channel in second year as a way to kind of grow my music goals. I wanted to be a singer, I always have, and I started putting like beauty, fashion, lifestyle type videos just to just to put more content out and get my name out there. I started working at a college radio in second year also. Everything kind of started in second year. First year was a disaster, but yeah, so I started my first job there. I managed a team of people, learned a lot. I learned how to produce music there also. Really creative environment. So a lot of things started there. And then by the end of university, I kind of started my business. And so I think from YouTube is where my videography business obviously came from. People knew that I did video and then someone asked me, to do a video for them and I was like sure and then I realized wow I could do this for a living and so that's kind of where it started and did you already have the equipment or did you invest in it for your own YouTube channel or how were you thinking about that if you weren't monetizing it right away when I first started my YouTube channel I think I had I had a like a rebel everyone starts the rebel they have that um so I started with that and then as I started growing I was like I need some lighting to look better and I got some lighting and then once I started doing my video business like I was I was like I actually am gonna do this I definitely invested right pretty much right away like the month after I registered my business I spent so much money on the equipment but I was like this is gonna be so worth it this is what I'm gonna do so I invested and now I've upgraded probably three times since then and yeah and when did you start monetizing because now you're doing the travel vlogs which is so cool I think that myself included so many people have that dream of oh I would love to just be able to travel to cool places and take videos and somehow get paid to do that so (laughs) when did that start happening for you yeah um so I I had already started my channel I didn't go into it like realizing I was going to do travel I I thought I was do do fashion beauty and music but I had a family trip coming up back in 2015 and I was going for six weeks and I was like well this is the perfect opportunity to make some really awesome content I'm going to Bali Indonesia which is where my family's from it's a beautiful place like I can make some really epic videos so I did that and I filmed every single day of my vacation there with my family family wasn't totally happy about it but oh my goodness um, they're like put the camera down yeah (laughs) but that's where I started all those videos actually did pretty well I think because you know people love Bali and want to see that and then from there I was like okay every time I travel I'm just gonna start vlogging and that's what I did and that's where it kind of grew from from so when you were graduating and you were basically deciding okay am I gonna go take a job or am I gonna continue working on these businesses did you have it's lilac media group right yeah did you have that fully formed then back in fourth year right when I was about to graduate I was in Paris on my, you know, typically when you graduate, you go on that backpacking Europe trip. I did that. 
and I was in Paris at a cafe and I was texting my boyfriend and we were talking about ideas of what we're gonna do after and we're like we should start a company and then you know we're just the type of people when we talk about you know far away ideas we actually do them so right when I came back I think that was around the time I moved in with him and we start we started the company I made the website and we did a lot of free work to begin with but probably the first four or five months we offered free videos to local artists being like hey I can film this live session for you or I can do a photo shoot for you just to build our portfolio and once we had that it kind of started rolling from there as a real business so you did it with your boyfriend is he the same age as you was he graduating at the same time or was he he uh is a year older than me okay uh so we actually worked at the radio station together that's where we met nice (laughs) classic and so he's a music producer so we have a lot of things in common he's also a rapper we have a little band together but uh that's a side note Um, (laughs) (laughs) we'll get to that later i promise (laughs) he's also like me like totally not suitable for the nine to five job he's never been that way he's always been super entrepreneurial creative a musician and um yeah so that's i think it really works what is it about the nine to five lifestyle that you feel isn't a right fit for you? How I picture it is like just constantly doing the same thing every day or work, working for the same mission, which is fine and cool, but not for me. I'm super multi-passionate and there's so many things I want to pursue. Like I'm the type of person that does things based on my mood and what vibe I'm feeling that day. If I'm feeling like I want to write a song, I'm today I'm going to do music. The next day if I want to do like... If I want to work on my blog or write, um, that's what I'll do. I just feel like I'd be really constricted and not being able to do what I feel like doing and also working for other people is another thing. I like to be my own boss and, you know, not talk to people sometimes. And you have so many things going on. Like, you're also the founder of the Monday Girl Group mm-hmm. in Toronto, which I just went to your event. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. <laughs> how do you how do you manage all of these things, and what are you most focused on right now? Still trying to learn that whole balance thing. Um, but Monday Girl, like, I'm really proud of and of where it's come from. And, and actually, a big part of it was moving to Toronto, not knowing anyone, um, not having any friends, you know, and just gathering a bunch of girls together. And it just kind of organically grew and I feel like there's a lot of other girls in the city who felt the same way who um, were just looking for connections and also like you know how to advance your career and and get to places where you want to go and this this just seemed like a an easy organic answer to that definitely Facebook Mm -hmm. groups are amazing I run a Facebook group too and I just had a friend that moved here from LA and I added her to your Monday girl group she did a post in it recently (laughs) so yeah it's such a good way to get ingrained in a new city and if I ever have to do it again where I move to a new city that's totally going to be my strategy yes yes (laughs) do it (laughs) where are you needed next music it's always been like probably my number one dream so I recently just did my first performance in probably over two years and I was really excited about that and I was like okay, I got to get back into this and get creative again. So I've got a music video coming out very soon. Oh, wow. Yes, I'm just going to go balls to the wall with music. And this is going to be your first music video. Um, I've had a couple, but not, not nothing like major and nothing that I've been really trying to push. So this next one I'm really going to... I hope that it will go a little further than the last few. And is that band that you do with your boyfriend then? We call ourselves Canela as a duo, um, which is a Spanish word for cinnamon, because we were like, what do we sound like? And that's what I think we sound like. (laughs) So yeah, he's a rapper, and he was in a band for a number of years, and they did really well, and he's super crazy on stage, and 
Uh, I'm the soft singer-songwriter, so I think we complement each other well. And what type of music is it? We're very much a fusion. R&B, hip-hop, pop, soul. I'd say, if that's a genre. Would you consider singing us a little melody for maybe the song where the music video is coming out, maybe the chorus or something? Okay, I'll sing you this, the chorus, but I'm, I don't actually sing the chorus. It actually features another artist, and he sings this part, so I'll just I'll just do a little tune for you. It's okay, like, let's do it's it. Very, it's very catchy and easy. Um, it's like... Um, the way that you move, you got my body slow-mo The way that you move, you got my body slow-mo just repeats and it's just like super fun and, and chill. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> I just had shivers. That was the first on our podcast. Thank Aww. you so much for doing that. <laughs> Are you still going to be doing your travel vlogging? Yeah. yeah. Has that been lucrative for you? What types of brands have you been able to work with? Yeah. So I've been fortunate where I think I've really tapped into an area that in Toronto that hasn't been like super tapped into. Like I honestly don't know that many travel vloggers in Toronto. So I've worked with Air Canada last summer. I went to Japan, which was an amazing experience. It was such a beautiful country. I try to put out a video at least once a month. Nice. And do you usually pitch the brands or have they sometimes come to you with ideas? I know influencer marketing is blowing up right now, so it's great timing for you. I do get a lot of people inquiring to me, but they're not always like the best fit. There are a lot of beauty things, skincare, which I'm not really into. So usually whenever I go on a trip and I'm planning to go somewhere, I reach out to wherever I'm going. So I plan a trip. I'm like, hey, I'm coming here. Do you want to collaborate and see what I get? Um, And sometimes it's the other way around. Yeah. Cool. And is there any dream brands that you'd love to work with in this influencer space? I can't say there's like a certain brand, but I, I love working with airlines because like I love traveling and like being able to go to new places. So definitely more airlines I would love to work with, more travel boards from different countries, things like that. Got it. Yeah. And for someone listening who maybe just started a YouTube channel or is about to start, any tips that really worked for you for growing your audience? I know you said it was kind of slow and steady. Yes, definitely. I feel like half the YouTubers are like slow and steady and the other half is like they got their big break from something. The one you can rely on is just keeping at it. So being consistent with quality content, that's what's been helping me grow my channel and that's the advice I would give to newcomers. So, you know, starting off strong with a really consistent brand, you know, picking your your colors, your voice, your fonts, everything, like put it all together in a nice pretty package and keep at it. Uh, Be consistent with your uploads and you'll get there. Has being on camera, like you're obviously a very beautiful young lady, oh. <laughs> but it could be triggering sometimes, like seeing yourself on camera and you start to overanalyze little things. Oh, yeah. I'm sure lots of YouTubers have gone through that experience. Like, what was it like for you? I try not to watch videos from my past. Like, if I watch a video from even six months ago, I'm like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. I But, you know, I let it go. It's up there. I already put it up there. And there are some people that liked it. So, like, whatever. And I, I just let it go. I don't care anymore. We're our yeah. own worst critics. I do the same. Yeah. Like, I do a Facebook Live, and I'm just like, I'm not watching it again. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's out there. No one's yeah. ever been like, you look weird. Everyone's been like, that's so inspiring. I loved it. Exactly, like, yeah. No okay. one looks at you the way that you look at yourself. And just remembering that people don't notice what you notice. So you see yourself doing the YouTube as well as your music for the foreseeable future and hoping to have your big music break. Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> um yeah, like I, I would love to be able to just continue, you know, sharing my experiences as I'm traveling the world, you know, and sharing different cultures and, you know, teaching things like that. And then also just expressing myself musically and wherever that takes me. Cool. That's, that's the plan. Yeah. How has it been 
I recently had a guest on my show who talked about the experience of having a business with her significant other. How has that experience been balancing the two? Yeah, so so far, so we, we started our business, I guess that was probably almost two years ago. So it's still fairly recent. Haven't been in this for like a super long time. Um, and we've been dating for three years. So most of our relationships have been our business. Um, I'd say we complement each other really well. We get along. Um, the, the one thing that we got to work on is... Um, separating business from um, your personal relationship. It's really hard. It's really hard to, you know, put those boundaries there. And you're constantly talking about work and, you know, like spicing up your relationship. That's the one thing that we're kind of working on, I guess, right now. Definitely. And any actions that you've taken? Like, do you do date nights where you're just like, we're not going to talk about the business? Yes. Or how have you like added that in? Yes, definitely that. And also traveling really helps too, because when we travel, we don't talk about Lilac Media Group or we don't do any of that. So that really helps. Yeah. Even though you're shooting content? Yeah, but it, it, I feel like it's more more fun because, like, you're not working with a client. Like, it's it's for me, and it's it's just a little bit more laid back. and Amazing. Yeah. Is it ever stressful? Because I know even me and my boyfriend trying to get a cute photo for Instagram sometimes, that could be <laughs> stressful when you're like, that's not cute enough. But he gets so mad, and he's like, Sam, we've taken so many. Oh, my God. Yeah, same. Yeah, he gets so annoyed. He's like... <laughs> But I think, like, we've mastered the, the process now. He knows, you know, like, full body, straight on, like, not hot, not above, not below. Like, he knows my angles. So I think we've mastered the, the technique. So it, it's okay now. So do you ever question your decision to kind of live this entrepreneurial lifestyle, this freedom lifestyle? Do you ever question it? No, no, absolutely not. No, if I, I can't imagine myself living any other way. And it's actually funny that you kind of came into my life and the, the freedom lifestyle like came onto my radar because in the beginning going into this, I obviously like that was what this was all about, you know, living the life that I wanted to create and to have. And then kind of, I would probably say for the last f- four or five months, I've honestly felt like I've been so like way too much going on. Like I think I've pursued so much and and it's kind of like I felt like consumed and trapped by it and it it was almost controlling me like all these different things that I was doing and so it kind of felt like the opposite like I'd lost my my freedom lifestyle which is very ironic because I was you know like doing all the things that would you would call a freedom lifestyle but no I, I felt completely the opposite and I feel like it's not until very recently and which is around the time where you kind of came up into my life where it's been like no, this is like kind of like a reminder. This is the reason why I'm doing all these things is because I wanted to create the life that I wanted to live. And um, so I want to thank you for for reminding me why I'm doing this. And it's it's really actually helped and kind of refreshed my mindset. Awesome. And made me feel a lot better. I'm so happy. As an entrepreneur, there's so many ways you can grow your business. Like I could literally tell you 10 things I could do tomorrow to get more listeners. I could be on Spotify. I could be doing paid ads. I could and, 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 and. And it's it's so easy to get caught up in that, especially if you're like a small team. So knowing that you kind of had that experience recently where you just said yes, to a bunch of things a lot of people do that how are you going to set yourself up for this next like half of the year I guess yeah uh yeah so I've actually made it my personal motto and and goal that no is my my answer every day I'm gonna wake up I've got to say no 
every day I get a new email, new inquiry, new, you know, like, do you want to do this? This opportunity came up for like, do you want to shoot this or do you want to? (laughs) No, that's my answer because if I don't say no, then my intentions and the reason why I'm doing all these things and the things that I actually want to do, you know, like work on music, edit my videos, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It can be empowering to say no to things, but yeah, it's also very tempting at the beginning because you don't really know what's going to work at growing your business. And these opportunities Mm -hmm. sound super tempting. And sometimes I waste my time. Sometimes I have like three meetings with someone and it sounds really good. And then it's never materialized anything and you can never get that time back. Yeah, exactly. So I think you get better at realizing, you know, what things are a good use of your time and just starting to spot things that are wins. You start to notice the patterns and and also even just like switching the way, the way you do things. Like I used to have coffee meetings almost every single day. And it, it's, like, so much of your time, you're just drinking coffee and talking to someone, but, um, which is good. But, no, the, uh, recently I've been, you know, trying to do more uh, Skype meetings instead or FaceTime meetings or just phone calls and being like, sorry, I, I really don't have time to go all the way downtown. And, um, and that's been a lot better. Yeah. Okay. So we're kind of wrapping up to the end of this podcast episode. Thank you so much. I like to end some of them with a rapid fire round. I'm not sure if you've heard I've been doing this recently. Okay, fun. So it's a series of questions. There's no right or wrong answer. Leave the brain away and just say what comes to mind. Okay. Yoga or Pilates? Yoga. Beyonce or Rihanna? Rihanna. Beach or mountains? Oh, that's hard. I'm going to say mountains. That's a travel blog. (laughs) That's hard. (laughs) Puppies or kittens? Puppies. Weekday bedtime. Oh, 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Yeah. on the weekday. Every day. Wow. What time do you wake up at? 10. Okay. <laughs> so you get your eight hours. Yeah. Freedom lifestyle. No judgment. <laughs> Something still on your bucket list. To go to Fiji. Hmm. Something you wish you knew more about. Fintech. Fintech. <laughs> yeah. Fair. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Tattoos or piercings? Tattoos. Coffee or tea? Recently coffee. Favorite morning ritual? Uh, Lemon water, first thing. Same. What's your worst habit? Picking my nails. Um, What's your favorite thing about yourself? I guess... One girl did something superficial and then something deeper, which I thought was great. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Superficial. I like my, my background. Like where I, how I look, I look mixed and I like that. (laughs) Cool. Um, you can't tell what I am. Um, deeper level. I, I would say, although not my boyfriend wouldn't say this, but I would say that I think I'm pretty resilient and I can bounce back from things. Sometimes it doesn't feel like that, but I feel like I can. Cool. Maybe just not right right away. You don't have to instantly back back from things. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. Yeah, Yeah, my boyfriend's like that too. He's very like solutions focused and just like put on a smile and it's like, I want to feel this first and then I'll move on. Yeah, let me cry first and then. Yeah, exactly. Just give me three days. Totally. Cool. Well, it was so nice having you on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your story. You're very impressive and you have a beautiful voice. Oh, thank you. So we'll definitely include that music video when it comes out in the show notes. I appreciate that. Awesome. Okay, thanks so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. That's it for episode 18. There's only three more episodes left in this season, which is totally wild. Thank you so much for checking these out. I hope to see you at our finale party on July 10th at WeWork. Tickets are now available at whatsyourfree.com slash tour. It would mean so much to me to have you there.